You know what's wild about doing something that's public? It's hard to separate your your real life at times from your entertainment, you know? And I, I like to think that <laughs> 98% of my life is entertainment. Um, but there's that other little percent that, that's real because it, it has to do with other people. So it's, a, it's an evolution of people. You know, because I don't know if that sentence will have as much impact if you don't understand evolution. Evolution is the growth, the development, the changes, the fucking ups and downs. Evolution is forward. You know, so the evolution of people around you will inadvertently affect you. It's how much you let it affect you that it changes you. And you forget sometimes that. Outside of all those people and their choice for who you are to them, you still need to exist primarily for that to be. I don't know. I hope you understand that. Um, It's wild to me. Because whether it's in the beginning, the middle... Or just the duration in general, you know, beginning to present. That along that evolution of all of these connections, that it, an idea is established, a thought, a commitment. And everything becomes solidified in what they expect or what they have seen. So therefore they now feel entitled to because of their relation to you the one that they you know created from knowing you and that can become a demand and I don't think enough people recognize the difference between like symbiotic and parasitic it's it's so subcategoried but if you if you wanted to simplify it you know, give and take is uh, so natural. When someone gives you something, you take it. When someone needs something, you give it. And then that just keeps going. And I'm not talking about, like, money or possessions. I'm talking about emotionally, which is probably very familiar to everyone. But it's it's been so misconstrued and and taught to be so complicated when it's it's really not it's really really not and it it all stems from just not being able to maintain the primary self you know like i decided i was gonna drink and party for two days straight like a like a madman responsibly though like you know don't get any ideas i wasn't sniffing coke in the morning and running around naked in my backyard i fucking got up cleaned did a few things clearly went to the store um and then drank chilled in my pool because i did all my responsibilities and that turned into i don't know because i forget right and then the next day that morning i had work made it there not going to discuss most of it because i i do enjoy having employment um but came home had a drink fuck it i needed like uh what do they call that hair of the dog 
a few hours late, but, you know, can't do everything irresponsibly. And um, I'm blessed to be around. I threw a spear at a young child. Um, in my defense, I thought he was breaking into my yard when he was really just trying to scare me. So I think we were both successful. Uh, I peed myself and then had said young child whom I just attacked uh, get the hose for me so I could hose myself off. Um, but it, we all were laughing. It was very funny because how often does a younger child get to see an adult piss themselves? Not very often. It's hysterical. Um, I also managed to do the Harlem Shake in a downward motion, which is how I ended up on the floor. Um, but that was exhausting for me. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever drank for two days with a five-hour shift in the middle. Um, <laughs> but you're going to need a day or two. I'm, I'm not lying to you. But because I have commitments um, in my relationships, I, I had things that I couldn't ignore because of the importance that it would have for the people who I had committed to. And because I am loyal and I genuinely care so when I say I'll be there, I will. Um, fucking mosquitoes. You can't do anything in this fucking country. Um, I got up and I did it. I got up and I did all of the things that I was supposed to do. And, and I had zero... <laughs> zero oomph. But I made the, the best of it. I didn't complain once. Because um, I was genuinely happy to be there. It's kind of like ties into when you have a job. I mean, if you hate it, why are you still going? You know, like, this is your life. There's nothing that will stop you from succeeding if you get off of the path that's failing. <laughs> that's the e- There's 200 ways to get it wrong and, you know, 200 ways to know not how to get it right. <laughs> um I don't want any copyright laws. I tried to post something the other day on Instagram, and they fucking came for me um, with copyrights. It took me a long time to do that video. <sighs> video killed the radio star anyway. But um, I needed to breathe for a minute. <laughs> you know? You get home from, well, this was a shorter one, but the two-hour uh, thank you for looking like it was going to pour and never actually pouring. But you get home from a two-hour practice after, you know, a 12-hour day. Um, and you got to see what's going on with dinner. Now the dishes need to be done. You're sweaty as fuck. You really just want to take a shower because you feel like you got spiders in your fucking hair. Um, there's no you in that moment. It's dinner. Shit the dishes. Clean up. What's this? Whose is that? collect the laundry um there's there's no you in that moment so then again you're you know avoiding the primary existence because of the commitments and then at some point when you feel like this is as much as i can give i'm i've i've zeroed out i need to to take now but these are in my case children what am i taking from them my job is to give them so I step away when I've done as much as I can to make them feel like I still love you. I just can't stay right now. I step away and I take what's mine, what I need to survive. And that's time. 
I need time sometimes to just be Amanda. Not all of the other things that people have asked me to be. And I do feel like the truest things in life you'll come to find are the people (laughs) who say, go ahead, breathe, I'll see you tomorrow. And that makes me want to cry. Like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Because on the opposite spectrum of that, which everything has its opposite, you get, oh, now you can't talk. (laughs) Uh, I, um, I enjoy existing so much more than I enjoy giving and taking. I enjoy existing because in existing, I have the heart to give and the mind to take. You understand? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. The general point is there is no compromise when it comes to existence. My person, who I am, will always be my primary focal point. That is my touch base. That is my, at the end of the day, live for something or die for nothing without my core existence, my existence. I am only what is expected of me. And when you become so enveloped in a way that your whole life revolves around expectance. Who am I supposed to be now? Who am I supposed to be tomorrow? Who do I need to be when I'm with this one? Who do I need to be when I'm with that one? What can I, can, can I or can I not say or do to affect this, 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 and this one? That is not existing. And then participating in evolution of personal relationships with people in a symbiotic nature that's parasitic because I no longer exist in that giant nucleus of shit science bitch I am now just something that creates an emotion or a feeling or brings to the table I'm sitting at I don't get to eat I don't get to no I've never sat at a table I didn't eat at and I never will and if you get that you get that and it's scary when you get put at a table and your mind wants what's at the table so badly that it allows the compromise to be better than existence. And I think what happened to me in life has created a strong stance, even when it comes to my children. I just asked them if I could sit alone. You know? Because my existence cannot thrive and provide 
in an expectant environment. And I would never place that on someone. That is cruel and unusual torture.